This is Water Daily for November 2nd, 2021. This week we look at Mark 12, 38 to 44, in which we watch someone with much give little, and someone with little give all she has. Last week we explored the story of an encounter between Jesus and one of the temple scribes who had asked him what he considered to be the greatest commandment. Compared to many of Jesus' confrontations with religious leaders, their conversation was quite cordial. And the scribe affirmed Jesus' interpretation of the scriptures and his insight. But shortly after this encounter, Jesus speaks of the scribes with withering condemnation. Quote, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers they will receive the greater condemnation. Ouch! Maybe this is why I always cringe a little when accorded honor simply because of my position as a clergy person. It is as easy for religious professionals to fall into the trap of wanting respect and goodies and good seats as it is anyone else. Long-winded prayers trip easily off our tongues, and we Episcopalians particularly need to watch out for the lure of walking around in robes and fancy vestments. These trappings of position are not necessarily bad in themselves, but if the appearance is masking behavior that is indifferent to or even exploiting the poor and vulnerable, look out. This is the most serious charge Jesus lays at the feet of these temple functionaries that they, quote, devour widows' houses. Presumably, this refers to religious leaders demanding offerings or insisting on temple taxes, even at the cost of a widow's meager estate. This predatory greed, cloaked in the name of Torah, was actually a perversion of the Mosaic law, which commanded care for orphans and widows, resident aliens and Levites even if that was to be after the tithes to the temple had been fulfilled. There are plenty of predatory religious leaders dunning widows for donations in our time. Mainline clergy tend to operate with more compassion and flexibility, but we are also generally privileged economically. Does a good pension plan and housing allowance put us in the hypocrite's camp? That is ever something we need to guard against, not just clergy, but congregations in general, as they set their spending priorities. When is a new carpet or landscaping essential? And when does it take resources away from mission? Every spending decision needs to be weighed against the church's mission, or more properly, God's mission through that church. The antidote to hypocrisy is humility, seeing oneself clearly as neither more nor less important than we really are. Humility leads to authenticity, which is arguably the most important quality a religious leader must possess. Seeing ourselves clearly before God, repenting for the ways we fail to make Christ known, invites us to polish our lanterns so that Christ's light shines through us more brightly. That is our truest vocation, to have less of us, more of Jesus shining through.